Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today, we've got a very special show, but first, I want to thank you for listening to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast for however long you've been a listener. I'm pleased to announce that you've downloaded the podcast 1 million times, and that's a huge milestone. In celebration of achieving a million downloads, we're going to be holding our contest in the next week with lots of amazing prizes. The draw is going to be held on November 1st, and the lucky winners will be announced also on November 1st. We have all kinds of prizes, including signed copies of my book, Magnetic Capital. We've got real estate espresso coffee cups. You can listen to the podcast drinking your morning coffee. And if you listen to the podcast at the gym, we've got prizes of some really lovely stainless steel water bottles. To enter, send an email to contest at victorjm.com. That's contest at victorjm.com. We are here on the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. All the way from Merritt Island in Florida where you can watch the spaceships take off. Welcome to the show, Ted Thomas. Well, thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Glad to be here. Great to have you here, Ted. Now, you specialize in a very narrow segment in real estate investing, tax liens, tax deeds. and But before we dig into those details, why don't you give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your journey? Okay, great. I'll take just a minute and do that. My original career was a pilot, flew for the airlines, uh, became a flight examiner, spent my first career there. Uh, then when I get out, I get into real estate and... Um, I get in not exactly at the right time when the market was going up like crazy. I thought that was good, but when it crashed, it took me down with it. So I decided to get out of the uh, get out of the risk business. Real estate has a lot of risk. A lot of people don't want to talk about that, but I'll talk about it whenever you want. Uh, anyway, and that got me into tax lien certificates and tax defaulted property. That all became into my life because I didn't want risk and tax certificates. You invest with the government, you get a check back from the government, and that sounded pretty good to me. So. That started me in a whole new career. I've written books about it. I uh, actually teach uh, my courses all around the world. I'm in Singapore. I'm in Australia. I'm in the UK, all the provinces of Canada. So it's a wonderful business and uh, it's safe and secure. I love that. And I've done a handful, not many, of tax-related projects, uh, many of them in Pennsylvania. It really in our case, was just a tool that we were using to execute a project. Sometimes it was a land assembly or what have you. So that was a a very effective tool. Now, one of the things that we've seen in, there are some jurisdictions that are better for investing in tax liens and in particular for tax deeds than others. Are there any particular geographies that you favor? Oh, well, definitely. You know, when you started saying that you did it in Pennsylvania, that's the most difficult state in the country to do it. We know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're a miracle man if you did it in Pennsylvania. Uh, okay, well, let, let me give you a couple of really easy places to do it because, oh, gee, if we started people in Pennsylvania, all my clients would quit me. Uh, here in Florida, uh, in the course of a normal year, there's about 18 million people in the state. And so there's probably 10 million homes and about... Um, one million tax certificates are issued each year, each year. And all you do to buy a tax certificate is you get a list, you raise your hand and say you want to buy it. You can do that online or offline. They pay all the way up to 18%. So pretty simple investment. We can teach people how to do that in a day. You know, it just it doesn't take long, but it's very safe and secure. Uh, if you want to buy property, uh, then you want to think about places like Texas. Uh, you're very close to a uh, a real gold mine of properties because you're in Ottawa and if you just go right across the border into New York, well, New York, all the counties in New York, there's about 50 or 60 counties, they will sell properties 
very close to the back taxes, and there will be literally thousands of them every year. So those two states are relatively easy for people in the east. In the west, uh, uh, Washington's a booming market right now. Uh, we're buying there for 30 cents on the dollar with no mortgage, and we're buying in California. We're doing a little better than that in California. Uh, they have, um, like a place like Los Angeles, will have 2,000 to 2,500 properties every year that they'll start with a starting bid with no mortgage. So there's a lot of easier places in Pennsylvania. Wow, when you said that, I said, oh my goodness. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, in fact, one of, when we dig into the details here, one of the things that makes Pennsylvania, in particular Philadelphia, so difficult is this thing called the right of redemption. And unless the owner was served properly with the notice, they have a right of redemption period that extends to 21 years. So the risk... Uh, is significant in that market. So we have to quiet title and do all kinds of crazy things in order to be secure in acquiring a property that we're getting through through the tax deed process. When we talk about some of these other states, like let's look at Florida, for example, we talk about a lot of volume. Is this an auction environment? Is it you simply put up your hand and you acquire the tax certificate? How, how does that all work? It's both of the things you said. Um, every county, uh, these are always sold at the local county level. Now, you call that a municipality in Canada, but it's a county here, and the county is the very first tax on the property, as you know, and now the audience knows. Uh, so what the county will do is anybody that didn't pay their property tax, they'll issue a tax certificate. So a place like uh, Dade County, Miami, they will have as many as 65,000 people not pay so they'll publish that in the newspaper, they'll publish in brochures, even put it online. And then you can go and see the property number and you go out and check the property before you buy it. And you can buy them online, you can buy them offline. Sometimes they'll have both uh, uh, auctions going at the same time. And are these on a specific time schedule? Are they monthly, annual? How does that work? Uh, in Florida, they, they issue them all in one, year, uh, one month of the year, and that's May. But other counties, like um, uh, for someone that's from out of the United States uh, or from a distance, they want to think about a place like Georgia, because Georgia sells what you just called a redeemable deed. But the, the rules are really narrowed down, so it's easy. So you buy this certificate, and the redeemable means they can come back and pay you, which is what you want. So it's really acting like a tax certificate. But the minimum payment, the minimum return in Georgia is 20%. So if the certificate's outstanding for two months, you still make 20%. If it's out 12 months, you still make 20%. But in the second year, you make 30%. So Georgia's really a great state to do it. Fantastic. Now, we are in an environment right now, of course, with COVID-19, where we have a moratorium on evictions. There's a moratorium on foreclosures. Does that moratorium also extend to tax? No. It's just they're just making the mortgage lenders or the guys like you and I that lend money take it on the chin. The uh, tax auctions are going on. In New York State right now, as you and I talk, they're having auctions in three of the counties this week, just in New York State. So across the country, there's 5,000 of these auctions every year. Those auctions slowed down for a short period of time, but they're all coming right back online right now. And you can buy online or offline. So you can actually sit in Ottawa, you can sit in uh, BC or over in Victoria, anywhere you want or any other country and buy tax certificates. As long as you have US dollars to pay the bill, you can buy those tax lien certificates or tax deeds. So from a due diligence perspective, obviously if you're acquiring the property, you've got a little bit of due diligence to be done. Make sure that there aren't any other liens on the property that would survive the tax sale, maybe an IRS lien, maybe some water liens and things like that. 
But am I correct in saying that all the other liens are wiped off? It's a clean slate? Good. Uh, just so there's no confusion, the liens that um, when the auction takes place, it wipes out the mortgage and loan liens or judgments or like the dentist didn't get paid. That would be a judgment. It wipes those out, but it doesn't wipe out government liens and it doesn't wipe out the IRS. But the IRS, we teach people, it's very simple. They're easy to get along with. They're not difficult. I mean, the, the, the perception is the IRS is going to come and get you. They, they don't want your property and they don't want you. All they want is money. And so the IRS leaves an, a, 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 a lien on the property, an attachment to the property for 120 days. After that, the IRS lien even falls off. Most cases, the IRS lien will fall off. I'll buy any property with an IRS lien all day long. All day long, I'll buy with the IRS lien. Fascinating. One of the criticisms I've heard of the tax certificate business, if you will, is that these investments are relatively small. Someone might have 5,000 in tax arrears or 10,000 or maybe even 20. But when you're making a $5,000 investment in back taxes, yes, you're getting 18, 20% on your money. But at the end of the day, it's still a micro transaction compared with a real estate transaction where you might be spending millions of dollars. Okay, the, um, you're, you're absolutely correct in what you said. Uh, the average tax lien buyer is buying numbers of these certificates. Matter of fact, until a couple of years ago, we had no com competition except the bank. And now we find hedge funds will come in and they'll come in a place like West Palm Beach and they'll buy everything on the first 13 pages that are listed. And they'll be listed, there'll be 30,000 certificates. They'll, they'll buy 5,000 at a time and they won't do any research. So the big challenge with tax certificates, we haven't brought it up, but I better do it now, is that people don't look at the property. I mean, you wouldn't marry the woman without looking at her. And ladies, I know you wouldn't marry the guy without looking at her. So don't buy a tax lien without looking at it. So we actually teach it for people to go out into the, to go out into the good neighborhoods. I mean, buy in the country club, because if you don't get paid on a tax certificate, you actually get the property. If you don't get paid, you get the property. So why not get a country club? Don't buy any ghetto properties. Absolutely, absolutely. If you're looking to do this at a very high level and you're looking to do this in volume, then what kind of systems and processes do you need to put in place? Do you simply specialize in a couple of counties and build your business around that? Or are you looking to do this on a regular basis where you go from county to county to county as the auctions come up? Well, you actually answer, had to, uh, answer the question the way the good old days were. In the good old days, I started out 30 years ago. And those days, we used to go to Michigan and buy certificates there because we could earn five zero, five zero percent on a tax certificate. We had to go to every county, knock on the door, get the list. This is the day of the web, so you can do all this on the web. So uh, you pick out a number of counties. For, for example, if you decide to go to King County in Seattle, they'll have 100, 200 properties a year. If you decide to do Los Angeles, they're going to have 2,000 or 3,000 a year. So if you want properties with margin, because uh, you're a big investor, believe me, there's going to be enough for everybody. But you do have to learn to research, and you do have to learn to do research in depth, because you see, you understood this. So you started telling me about liens and redemptions and all that. 99% of the people that I'm ever going to talk to have no idea what the lien is or they have any idea of what redemptions might mean. So that is a, that is a, a skill level that we teach but we can do all that on the internet. We have actually two classes a week just on the internet, teach people research. So in your day, you had to hire 10 people to do that. Now we actually teach that every day. We teach that every day now. 
when you're performing this research, when you buy a property, for example, you go out and you get a title report and make sure that you understand everything associated with the property, not just the liens on the property. It might be any other encumbrances like easements or anything that might affect the quality of that title. How important is that in the world of tax liens and tax deeds? Oh, it's very important. Um, what it is, it's, um, I'm going to say this meaning as a joke, it's the world of the weird because people will uh, not pay attention to what they do and how they do things. So you're talking about easements now, you're talking about uh, going into depth. All of that can be researched on the internet and um, they could go to a title company and do the same thing. But that's going to cost here in the States, it's going to cost 700 to 1,000 bucks every time. So we'll just teach you classes on how to do that. And they could work with a coach to do that. A coach is a lot cheaper than doing the title company on 10 properties. So the person that's going to do this as a business, we're going to teach it to them as a business. The average individual is going to try and do two or three of these a year. But it's not unusual, not unusual at all, for people to make 100,000. But remember, the newcomers coming into the business, which is going to be the majority of our business, they're going to make $30,000, $40,000 in a deal, be very, very happy. The big guy that wants to do a lot of these, once we've taught them to do it, they can assign one person in their office. There's an abundance of tax defaulted properties that never sell even at the auction. So we teach people even to buy on the leftover lists, which sounds bizarre, but you understand what the leftover, it might be just tear the mobile home off there and you get a lot that you can build on. I mean, there's plenty of lots. I mean, I, I personally, I specialize in buying residential lots. That's what I want because nobody else wants to look at that market. I want to look at it because I can, I can put houses on it. I can do anything I want and I'm buying for 10 cents on the dollar. It's a way to get residential land really cheap. One question that I often hear, Ted, is what about registered funds that are in retirement accounts? Are, are they eligible for investing in tax liens and tax deeds? That's the most popular way to buy tax lien certificates. The first question that the treasurer will ask when you've raised your hand and said you wanted to buy is they'll say, do you want an individual name or do you want to put it in your retirement fund? Here we call those an IRA or we call them a 401k. And you know uh, everybody has a, you know whether it's RRSP in Canada or whatever, everybody has a different name for it, but definitely they expect you to do that. And uh, it's not unusual. Fantastic. Well, Ted, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way? Easiest way is just do tedthomas.com and uh, there'll be some videos on there and they can watch and learn about it. And thanks for the invitation. I'm glad I was here. And uh, if I can help you in the future, I'll be here to help you. Fantastic. Well, thank you for the insights. And for the listeners at home, definitely reach out to Ted at tedthomas.com. In the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>